ask you an easy question this morning. What time is it? What time is it really in my life? Bill Cosby in his book, Time Flies, says that something happens to you when you turn 50 years old. When his father turned 50, Cosby says that for the first time, he remembers noticing his father's love handles. You know, those rolls of fat which develop around your waist sometime during middle age. Cosby attributes them to the force of gravity. He can remember seeing these love handles on his father and promising himself that he would never develop those love handles. He also remembers his father grunting and groaning every time he sat down and every time he got up. And Bill Cosby promised himself that he would never grunt and groan unless he was carrying a football and was crossing a goal line on a football field. But way back in 1987, when Bill Cosby turned 50, suddenly his dad's love handles transferred over to him, becoming hate handles to him instead. And he found himself making weird sounds every time he sat down and got up too. He also observed that when you get, begin to get old, your eyesight changes. Describing the first time he put on his first pair of trifocals, he said, I put on my trifocals, and in the top lens, the doorknob appeared to be 100 yards away. In the middle lens, it looked like it was 50 yards away. In the lower lens, it looked like I had already walked past it. <laughs> and he said, I jammed my thumb three times reaching for that doorknob. You know, as time passes, things change. Eyesight, hearing, physical makeup, and we realize how quickly life is flying by. So I ask you once again this morning, what time is it in your life? This could be my last year upon the earth. It could be your last year. You may be young or old, age really has nothing to do with it. So Paul writes, we can't afford to waste a minute. We must not squander these precious daylight hours in frivolity and indulgence. Get out of bed and get dressed. Don't loiter and linger. Waiting until the very last minute, dress yourself in Christ and be up and about. Paul also writes to owe no one anything. Owe no one anything except to, love one, except to love one another. And maybe just for a moment, you might think that Paul is letting us off the hook. Owe no one anything. So I suppose I can go about doing what I please without thinking about others. But then he finishes the sentence, except to love one another. No easy task. In fact, Paul says that all of the commandments can be summed up in this one, to love. And then he goes on to list some of the well-known ones that we find in the Old Testament. No murder, don't steal, don't covet, don't commit adultery. And he says these and all the other commandments can be summed up in one. Love your neighbor as yourself. And we have heard this so much 
I think it has almost lost its meaning. We simply think it means to be nice and don't hurt others. But love your neighbor as yourself begs three questions, I think. How do we love? Who is your neighbor? How do we love ourselves? How do we love? This is a tricky one. Where in our society, we often act as though love is just simply a feeling. We feel love or we don't feel love. We fall into love. We fall back out of love. But we certainly don't choose who we love. We either feel it or we don't feel it. We can't do anything about it really either way. At least this is what our culture, I believe, would have you believe. But folks, Christian love has never been simply about feeling love. Because Christian love is tied to God's love because God first loved us. Because of that, we see others simply as God's children, as those precious to God. And we want them to know God's love, so we try to share God's love with them even when we don't feel in love. I think anyone who has ever had kids knows this type of love. There are days when it is difficult to feel very loving towards our kids, especially when they are making poor decisions, when they are engaging in activities that hurt themselves or others, when they are doing those things that just frankly drive parents nuts. Yet it is precisely those times when a parent's love is most needed not a feeling of love, but an attitude of love. You know what I mean? Do you get the difference? And we know that human beings do things that must make it awful difficult for God to love us. When we hurt ourselves or others, we know that we hurt God. Love must be really hard, I think, for God too. But we know that even in those moments of God's greatest disappointments in us, God still loves us. Even when we believe we are unlovable, God still loves us. How do we love? We love by sharing the gifts that God has given us. Even when we don't feel loving. Who is my neighbor? As we read through the Bible, it becomes clear that our neighbors are everyone we are in relationship with. It is interesting to me that Paul uses don't commandments, don't murder, don't steal, don't covet, don't commit adultery, and then sums them up with a do command, do love your neighbor. So where all the don't commandments mean not setting up bad relationships, the command to love your neighbor means to be in good relationships with others. In Jesus, God chose to enter into relationship with us. Every right relationship we have with others, every single one, 
is ideally modeled after our relationship with Jesus. God loved us through relationship, allowing us to love others through relationship with them. And so finally, how do we love ourselves? We are told by our culture that we need to be more attractive, more wealthy, more popular, more successful to really be loved. But we know that God loved us first. God created us. And we don't need anything more to be loved by God. In this simple phrase, love your neighbor as yourself, love is not simply a feeling. It is not a list of do's and don'ts. It is not simply doing no harm to others or doing good things for those that we like. Christian love is more than all these things. It is more than what we do or say or believe. Christian love is a lifestyle. And the day is almost here. Put aside the deeds of darkness. Put on light. Love your neighbor. Love yourself. Amen.